everyone, it's Maggie and Ellie, and you're listening to Grown Ups the, the Podcast. Welcome back to Grown Ups the Podcast. We yes. are on episode four. Guys, we're finally in February. Oh, yes. That didn't feel as long as it has done in no. some years. No, it hasn't. But it was still too long. It was it, it was a fairly successful jam, but I'm still ready to restart in February. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think, I don't know, it was because I went on holiday, like, oh, it yeah. was, it kind of happened, and then, I don't know, I'm just, it's so cold, man, January is the worst, and yeah, February is even colder, isn't it, yeah, Damn. anyways, it's good, it's going to be a good month, we're wishing a good month for all of you, yes, we are, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's just jump straight into it, mm-hmm. this week's question, the question I have for you is, yeah. how did you choose your career path? that you're in at the moment okay cool um in all honesty I think I fell into it that it wasn't intentional I didn't think from young that I was gonna there's no there was no pivotal moment where I was like this is the career path for me do you get me yeah yeah yeah. um I wanted to be a surveyor since I was three yeah (laughs) mate I was just like um Oh, we had a module at uni the teaching one and I remember saying to her yeah. she was scary I don't even remember her name I know her name but I'm not gonna say oh it. yeah okay <laughs> um and I was like I wrote in my application I always wanted to be a teacher and then we had our first meeting as a cohort for that module and she was like I know that none of you wanted to be a teacher since you were five but okay <laughs> <laughs> anyways moving on swiftly so basically I didn't do so great in my A-levels wait what is your job because I don't think people know that yet oh yeah sorry jumped into it so I work on property I'm training to be a surveyor um basically residential all things residential so I've done a stint in like buying and selling land for developers and consulting on this sounds so dull it's really interesting I promise um consulting on like development land and then also like valuing real estate assets so like build to rent blocks but what um, people don't realise is, like, for everything that you set, like, every building that you're going to sell, you need a surveyor, right? Yeah, there's there's so many different types. Even, like, um when you buy your house and you do your home buyers. Exactly. I'm not going to lie. When I thought of you, so many people in the industry, when you ask them what they thought a surveyor was before they started, they're always, like, um home buyer surveys or, I don't know, that was me, other stuff like that. Mm. Um, But anyways, how did you get there? Yeah, so A-levels... I didn't destroy them, but they weren't as beautiful as they could have been. So <laughs> I ended up not getting into uni, um, which was originally law. I wanted to do law, but property law, like I was always interested in property. Um, and then I went to, it was between Leicester and what's the other one called? Norwich. What's the one in Norwich? East Anglia. East Anglia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm a city girl through and through. So I was like, yes, I can't is. be going to East Anglia. I won't survive. Um yeah, so went to Leicester, studied geography because that was my best day of war. Also, just something that I enjoyed. I was like, I'm doing three years. It needs to be something I enjoy. Um, didn't bloody enjoy it at the beginning. So I was just crying. Yeah, she was crying. Genuinely, how many years after uni has it been? And I still cry all the time. This is not healthy. <laughs> um, I was crying. I was like, this is not for me. Why didn't I just go and be an estate agent? Why am I at uni? Yeah. Um, my family were not having it. They were like, sis, you stay right there. You're not leaving. Um, so I stayed 
and we were all there I remember I was like but what can I even do with a geography degree <laughs> this coloring course you can do a lot you actually can yeah. oh my gosh best honestly best decision of my life now that I look back yeah um so we all got on our phones and we're googling where I could be and the basically the answers were the main ones were a teacher at Savera town planner mm. and I was like Savera it is yeah and I stuck to it I mean I'm not there yet I'm not qualified but praise please lord please but so far so good so far so good the beginning was tough it was definitely different to what I expected as we've discussed like our career expectations and stuff yeah um but now I feel like I'm properly settled in like I really do enjoy it Mm. which is good that's good yeah but it was it wasn't a very conventional route it literally just fell into my lap but it is kind of conventional in the sense that like you went to uni you did your masters yeah oh yeah and then I had to do a masters yeah because geography you have to have um like an accredited degree to become chartered so then I had to go and do a masters and then I've gone into it yeah yeah never expected to do a masters oh Oh, my god I I literally remember because some of our friends wanted to do masters I was like why would you do a masters I was so beyond done with education yeah oh yeah, we even say it now, like in our episode where we discuss union work life, there's no way I'm going back. Never. You couldn't pay me. All them teachers that are like, this is the best years of your life. Is Stop it? moaning. I no. <laughs> no, it's not. Sorry. No, for Impossible. sure. Um, but go on then. How did you not, you didn't fall into it, but. Yeah. So I work in sustainable finance. I'm an analyst. Um, and basically that's like investments into green things like renewable energy, so moving away from fossil fuels and stuff mm. into good things very relevant um how no this was actually i was i would never envision envision in envi- envision envision that's the one we got them i'd never them. envision my sh- <laughs> <laughs> Do you i'd never envisioned myself in this role mm. because i so i always knew i wanted to go into sustainability like something to yeah. do with the environment that was always my jam like from from day Love dot that. um and then after we finished geography degree I was I remember I wasn't even applying to jobs I was like guys I'm going traveling I'm oh, going yeah, traveling yeah, yeah. like I was not even looking I didn't even know what was out there grad scheme who like I did not yeah, know do you know what geography the, the options are so broad it's hard to you kind of could become like a nervous wreck like where do I even start yeah what am I qualified for? Because there's actually so much you could go into. So it can be overwhelming mm. in the sense because there's too much. Yeah. But um, anyways, cheeky COVID. So I couldn't go traveling. So then I decided to do a master's because I didn't just want to sit at home doing nothing. Yeah. Um, And that was like the best decision I ever made. I had such a good time on my master's. Yeah. And I'm glad. You, like, were still able to move in with people? Yeah, I moved in. And because my flat was 12 people, even with lockdown, my bubble was so big. Yeah, that's so so nice. I basically had first year in my house. Yeah, it was so good. I love that. Shout out to them. Um, But, yeah, so then my master's was in corporate environmental management. Mm -hmm. So I was like, calm, I can work in corporate to do something with environmental, like, all good. And then there was literally one lecture, which was a guest lecture of um, this woman came in and she was like talking about sustainable finance and like how finance can help to mobilize like lots of things for the environment Mm. and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, my God, like something just went off in my head. And I was like, this is amazing because not everyone cares about the environment. 
but yeah. everyone cares about money even if you're not someone that's money hungry money is important to you because you need to pay your rent yeah so if we can change how money is spent to be on better things then I think you've got a better way to solve the problem mm-hmm. 100% and then from there I messaged that woman who get, came in to give a guest lecture and I was like oh like I'm really interested in what you do like can I do an internship for you oh. like blah blah yeah I don't have you told me this before? I don't know. Maybe I haven't. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah, so Go you. Look at that confidence. I emailed her and I was like, "Yeah, can I do like an internship?" And she was like, "We have no internships at the moment, but there is this role available that you should apply for." No way. I was like, "Is it?" So then I applied for it, and um, she like I still had to apply the traditional way, but she told my now manager about me and she was like oh this girl that I met blah blah mm-hmm. so listen sometimes it's really who you know in 100%. this world like unique networking is key and then yeah and then they wanted me to start straight away which was absolutely nightmare because I had to do my master's and yeah, work full time oh that was the ghetto guys I was waking up at 5 a.m doing my dissertation for my wow. master's and then at nine doing my actual job and then in the evening I'd hang around with my friends. Yeah. I don't know. Like, when you handed that in, yeah, you must have been like, wow, free time. Oh, this I handed it in. And on the next day, I was on a flight. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I am. And I took one week off work as well. And I was like, yeah, I'm fully switching off. And I love that. It was brilliant. But yeah, th- so I kind of got here by accident too. Mm. But again, very happy to be here at the moment. I think it's a really cool space. Yeah. But yeah. it can be so nerve wracking like trying to figure it out and we were fortunate enough that it just landed in front of us yeah like for us but then I will say like if we go back to a levels Mm. I remember being stressed like I just did not like because I think there's so many jobs that exist that you don't know exist I didn't even know this field was a field like I had no idea what this was and even like just think about so many there's just so many things that exist that you're not aware of like Mm -hmm. in in this society like and in school I think it looks like oh you're a medic you're a lawyer you're um I don't know it's just like yeah you get told the very obvious jobs and you forget about all these background jobs that exist as well Mm -hmm. um but yeah it, it can be very overwhelming but I think, like, just if you can get some experience, even if it's, like, work shadowing someone. Because I remember I thought I wanted to be a real estate agent. <laughs> and I did, like, um, work experience for that. And I was like, this is not my yeah, path not at everyone. all. I think if you can literally, like, people love being having steam blown up their ass like if you're like oh like I'm really in in, you find someone on LinkedIn and you see their career path like oh I love like how Mm. you I'd love to see like what if I could work shadow you for a day like people love it they love to give out advice and all of that so you just have to land the the right one and that could be it could make your career for you yes okay cool um so this week we actually got sent in a dilemma yes which yeah is really relevant to like finding your career path and working out what's right for you so yeah we'll try and answer this one okay so it says um I love both you girls oh love you back. thank you <laughs> um she says I'm literally having a crisis with work and trying to quit 
but kind of hard when you're running the family business. Mm-hmm. Hearing Maggie talking about staying at her job and wanting to move somewhere new after two years is crazy to me. And Eddie doing exams and moving up the ladder, like what? Go get your money and promotions. Yes. <laughs> Which I am. Please. please. I literally finished school and went straight into the family business and have done the same thing for the last six years. And this past year has been so tough. I feel like I've been too strong for too long and supporting the family and doing their line and their line of work. I feel like I'll be weak if I don't stay, if I don't just stay. But I also feel like I'm doing myself a disservice if I Mm. do. It's hard. I guess my questions are, how do you leave a family business without feeling so much guilt? Mm -hmm. And then how do you know what job to do? Because I have no idea what I like or don't like because I've never done anything else but the family business. Wow. Okay. This is loaded. Yeah. First of all, the family business one, that's so tough. Yeah. Like I always thought, oh my God, I wish my family had a business I could go into so I don't have to go through all this stress. Mm. But actually mixing business and pleasure, God, that's really stressful. Yeah. That's um, a whole different dynamic. But I think I I would say your family, I mean, your cl- like, if your family want your, <laughs> your family have your best interests at heart. Mm. So if you, I think it's a conversation that, you know, I, you've given, you've given six years, like that's a really yeah. long time and you've been holding down the fort. I think if you say, you know, I really, in my heart of hearts right now, whilst I'm very passionate about this family business and the success of it, in order for it to continue being successful, I know I need to step away because I can't yeah. give my all. And that's a lot of self-awareness. And I think mm-hmm. I'd hope that they'd support you in wanting to chase something else. Yeah, I agree. I think you need to be honest and open. And also hopefully if yeah if they realize you're struggling they'd be accepting and say okay like we'll we'll get someone else in or or if like you work with us for six months or so just six months more or something like that to to basically yeah help it run yeah smoothly bring other people in to do that role yeah train the train the person that's going to replace you I think that yeah will, it's gonna it's a timeline thing you can't just turn around yeah so. you can't run yeah which is tough which is very tough but like you've done six years just try it a little bit longer yeah try and help it run smoothly hand it over have them have them hard discussions and see where things go from there I feel For like sure. yeah that's that's not going to be easy but but we believe in you, girl. Possible. We do, we do. That's a tough one. And then how do, how would she know where to go next since she's been at this one place for this long? Yeah, that... Oh. Do you know what? Finding the career for you is just... It's a feat in itself. Like, it's yeah. so hard. Yeah. I don't feel like school... Education doesn't set you up to to find the career that... I don't know. I just don't think it does. No, it doesn't. It It's... it's teaching you the basics that you need but it's it teaches you about like lawyers accountants doctors those mainstream careers and I think to be fair like they're probably a good place to start I think the first place to start would be to look at your qualifications yeah like realistically what role can you go into yeah so in um the UK government have this website which helps you it's kind of I mean I'm sure it's like trying to promote like government jobs Mm. but it can help you where you put your qualifications and um 
I think you put your interests as well. Oh wow. I, I think didn't even so, know yeah. And then um it will like based on that, it will generate what kind of fields you could go into. Mm-hmm. There's quite there's a gov there's a UK government one, and then there's like other websites. So just play around with that. Like yeah, it doesn't mean it's gonna give you, but it might give you an indication of a field. Um, I would say also speaking to people that you know that do different jobs and just mm-hmm. talking to because okay you might not want to be a surveyor but maybe there's another team that Mm -hmm. your friend knows that oh but this team do this which is really cool whatever yeah um and yeah I definitely think I think work shadowing is great you need to see what the day-to-day is going to be like and that's not the easiest but honestly LinkedIn is your friend yeah and because you have six years of experience in a field anyway like if you liked aspects of that field, definitely pinpoint people on LinkedIn. You have the experience for that. So it shouldn't be too hard to transition for sure into a, a wider role. I think, like, yeah. Even yeah. If, if you can't do workshop, like literally, can I can we have like a quick coffee chat over yeah. Zoom? So it's not like literally 10 minutes of someone's time. Some people are really willing. Like you'll send out loads of emails and stuff like that, hunt for jobs that you think you may like. Um and just apply you have nothing to lose yeah I completely agree I think ch- chatting to people is really useful and you might start out in a career that you're not a fan of but honestly some careers have such broad progression you can yeah. you can go from doing one thing like I know a, a girl who trained as a surveyor and now she's like an ESG consultant or mm. big big firms um so yeah you you really can start somewhere if you don't love it don't worry it's not the end of the world it probably yes. will merge into something else agreed you just need to push for it but it's definitely not an easy feat finding your career no it's not it's not but we'll be so many you... people going through yeah yeah for sure no 100 but all love and positivity to you yes please please i hope this is like your year yes this will be a good year by fire by force by fire and by force <laughs> and keep us updated if there's any yeah advice we can give any connections we can help you make last night yeah for sure for sure okay so this week's poll yeah what did I feel we like ask? that links in that links in quite well to our poll um this week we asked is slash was your first career your forever career yes. um yeah i feel like it's quite easy to like for me right now i'm like yeah i'm going to be a surveyor for the rest of my life hopefully if I pass it's so easy to think that but um so we the options were 100% I found the career for me no way or I'm not sure I need some advice um 50% of the people said 100% I found the career for me so it's actually like half yeah half like yeah I think that makes sense maybe no not sure yeah 33% no way um and 17% I'm not sure so there are a lot of people who are still like they're in careers as well and they're still not sure like it's common um so yeah I think that's kind of that makes sense to me yeah I think that makes sense to me as well and then we had some people um write in do we want to go through and discuss yes go for it okay so the first one was I guess I can't really answer as I have a creative and a corporate job and I'm really good at both. At the moment, I just don't know which one to pick. Perhaps in the future, I'll blend them together to forge a new career or one will dominate. Does anyone really have just one career? Mm. Do That's know, a really interesting one. That is really interesting. When you've got cre- your creative side and your corporate side as well that that's quite fascinating to me because I'm really not creative in the slightest. No, really? it's very impressive to be able to do both I'm not gonna lie 
people um, like you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually on <unfair>. Impressive. Um, <laughs> but, but no, I totally get it. Does anyone yeah. have one career? Because even if you start out in that field, your actual career can morph into something completely different. Yeah. When you even when you think of people who started like in one role and then they become CEO, yeah, they probably leave all that stuff they did in their in their normal role for sure behind. For sure. That like when you become a manager, you do less of like the report writing, let's say, and more of the managing. Like the roles change. Yeah. Completely. Like probably people don't always have just that one career, like things do morph. And I do think that um it's growing that people are getting multiple sources of income. Yeah. You, so people, true. it's not just your one job anymore. Mm. People have side hustles and yeah. like and are upskilling in different ways. <laughs> one because of but also because as like this person said like you you learn that you've actually got talents in lots of different places Mm. so why not yeah no it's so true I don't know if I think I can share this but basically one person at work is like quite high up in in the company and he also teaches yoga I don't know how cool that's so cool when I found out I was just like that is so cool basically that is great but I love the fact that you can be serious in one moment and yet in another you can think about like spirituality spirituality that one um meditation <laughs> and like I don't know I love that I just thought it was so nice yeah I think that's really cool um but yeah no I agree with that one yeah you can definitely do multiple things um and you don't even you don't even need to play like you can always do two things if that works for you for sure um, the next one was, I'm not too sure. I feel like as I've already started to climb the ladder, the career ladder, I'm too afraid to even think about changing career, but perhaps there is a career out there more suited to me. Will my hard work go to waste or will I have to take a pay cut if, mm. if they decide to change career, basically? Yeah, that's the thing. That's like, very real. You could, you literally might be in a really good job, but you want to you you want to change. You want to start afresh. You want to try something new, and that might mean starting from the bottom. Yeah, that it is does. difficult. This actually happened to my dad recently. Oh, wow. He stayed in the same like field, but because they've moved, he's had to leave his job that he was at for twenty years wow. and go to a new job. And like the salary has gone massively down mm-hmm. because you haven't got all of that experience and you're not trusted yet with all of these things. Like yeah. that that's a very real harsh reality. Do you know what? That's I don't know if that's the best way to think, but it's realistic, isn't it? Mm. Like that is how I think. I'm like, oh my god, I've started this career. Once I've progressed, like I need to know if I like it now. There's no going back. Yeah. Um. And I was actually having this discussion with people at work. Like once I choose after I've qualified, God willing, um, once I choose my career path, I'm like, is that it forever? It's quite scary. It is to think of. Um. But yeah, if you if you are able and willing to take a pay cut then that's great and like that really is a good place to be in it's a luxury for sure yeah it's, it's a privilege to be able to do that some people have to have kids mortgage everything else it's, it's not a reality which is like it sucks yeah and I think that's when the side hustle comes in like you, then you have to multitask you do yeah. two things at once if you can yeah um and try and progress that side hustle the thing that you actually want to do into the the main thing yeah it's not easy though my god no it's tough um someone else said the glass ceiling is very real for women so it's very hard to jump ship once you're already high up in a place Mm, now this one yeah and I feel like maybe not even just women but if you're a minority group Mm. as well like if you've gotten high in one position 
there might be a fear that oh crap well can I do that yeah. again because or was, was I the exception and like and I was just let through kind of thing yeah yeah that's worrying it's definitely different like we say it's for some people it's like a luxury and you're able to do you're able to jump ship you're able to move around like you might have that freedom um whereas yeah for other people it's really tough mm. and I feel like you need to be confident like if you're making these moves be confident have a plan you need to just go for it and put your all into it you can't do anything like you can't jump ship half-heartedly no you can't you have to do you it have no regrets for yeah. sure and just because if you are going into it half-hearted like yeah no nah, it needs to be full if you're thinking in your head it's fine if I flop I can just go back to that other career it's not gonna work just mm. put your all into it exactly agreed um and then and the the last one was I currently some of them are like fairly similar but I currently have a corporate job but I'd love to work in a trade but I don't have the time or money to retrain I feel like unless you decide really early to change careers it's hard to not let your first career be your forever career oh that's actually deep no it's true though because if I now decided I want to do something completely different Mm. which would require me to do another degree or another master's yeah I can't get funding from the government because I've I've maxed out all my funding now (laughs) I didn't even know that was a thing I'm not gonna lie yeah no you can't like once you've had your one bursary doing another one is considered a luxury so you don't get loan for it you'd need to be sponsored or like um have a bursary for it from the uni itself so it's okay that's uni level but if you want to just do a course or something those are expensive as well so that and it is finding the time like there are some options like I remember my boyfriend was doing his plumbing and he said there was like teachers and stuff on the course but obviously they'd have to do it like on the weekends or at Mm. night where they can Mm. and obviously being a teacher as well you can't take annual leave yeah like your your holiday is set yeah um so that's really tough I feel like I have no wisdom for that one that actually is reality in some cases and it sucks yeah but I think yeah again that's the one where in your free time life will be hard for a while try and find your side hustle yeah I Um, think yeah no it's true like sometimes it's a luxury to even have a choice to choose what career you want to do if we're being honest you know what it it can be a luxury that's the harsh reality yeah for Um, sure the thing is, though, so there was this um, study done, I think it was done by Forbes, mm-hmm. and they found that um, people who jump jobs, so like, instead of doing 20 years at one company, but instead you do five here, five there, five, blah, blah, because you've got more skills, yeah, and you've built your network, skills. yeah, um, they tend to earn more than people who stay in one job. Oh, wow. Obviously, this is a study, so it's an average, it's yeah, not yeah. like the case always, but actually, jumping ship can can prove quite effective. Yeah, no. To be fair, that one that one I've heard before that people move to increase their pay. Yeah, when you're at a company for a really long time, sometimes they can just forget to value. Sometimes you. they take you for idiots mm. and don't pay you what you're. It's like worth. being a customer at like EE or I've got T-Mobile in my head for a really long time, and then they're giving the new customers the best deal. Exactly. And you're like, excuse me, I've been loyal. Respect me. Exactly. Yeah. No, that that's very true. But yeah, I think that that basically sums it up. I think so. In oh guys, this is such a sad episode. In summary, it's a hard life. <laughs> it's a hard, it's a hard life, life. But genuinely, like, there's a career out there for you. You might find. Didn't the guy who started up KFC do it when he was like fifty? Vera Wang did not design her first dress until she was like in her fifties, I think. Boom! You will find your career. Be it today be it when you're 70 whenever you'll find something hopefully that you enjoy and just take them hard steps
you can do it <laughs> join us next week for another episode if you have any stories though guys or dilemmas or want any advice um i hope our advice is somewhat helpful then please send them in to grownupsthepodcast at gmail.com or dm us at grownupsthepodcast thank you Bye.